You're listening to ReachMD, and this is Lipid Luminations, sponsored by the National Lipid Association, and I'm your host, Dr. Alan Brown. I'm here at the National Lipid Association's annual scientific sessions in Las Vegas, Nevada, and with me today is one of the top winners of the NLA's Young Investigator Competition, Lee Wong. Lee is a Ph.D. candidate at the Department of Nutritional Sciences from the Pennsylvania State University, and she was mentored by Dr. Penny Chris Etherton, a former president of the National Lipid Association. She received her Bachelor of Medicine from Nanjing Medical University in China before she enrolled in the doctoral program of nutritional sciences in the Pennsylvania State University. Today we're going to be discussing her award-winning study, looking at effective diet on LDL particle size. And uh, Lee, thank you very much for joining us. Thank you, Dr. Brown. So tell us a little bit about the study. For our listeners who are not nutritional geeks, just tell us a little bit about how you designed the study, what you were looking at, and what you hoped to find out. Okay. Uh, I'm very happy to introduce our two-year-long study um, on avocados. And this is a clinical trial. Uh, we designed three diets to feed human subjects. Uh, we have a low-fat diet, which is lower in fat, and two uh, high monon diets. So they are high in monon unsaturated fatty acids, uh, and they are moderately in fat. So the two moderate fat diets has total fat uh, as 34% of allergy, but the low-fat diet uh, only have 24% allergy. So that is high in carbohydrates. Uh, and why are we doing this? Because um, as we know, um, like some studies shows Mediterranean diet is good, and, um, and some studies shows monounsaturated fatty acids is good, and we also have some controversy on this. Um, but med Mediterranean diets contain olive oil, oil um, consistently showing benefits to population on cardiovascular disease prevention. Um, and we also found um, from enhanced study, like in United States, the MUFA content, the high monounsaturated fatty acids content in the diet actually uh, always coexist with saturated fatty acids and added sugar. Uh, maybe we, we are not aware of that um, because we are not aware that the main food resource of MUFA in the Western diet is mainly from animal source in desserts, like dairy sauce. Yeah. So you mentioned, obviously, uh, monounsaturated fats are always considered to be healthy except for some recent questionable controversy. But you mentioned avocado, and I know that was a prominent uh, factor in your studies. What got mm -hmm. you interested in avocado in terms of its dietary benefits or lack thereof? Yeah, so uh, when we, you know, try to figure out the controversies with um, MOFA, and uh, we found that the good resource of MOFA is really important. Um, so um, there are some good plant source of MOFA, um, not the animal source of MOFA in Western diet. That is um, olive oil uh, and nuts and avocados. And also, um, there is emerging of high olive oil in the market, like safflower oil, sunflower oil, and canola oil. They are both high. They are all uh, high in MUFA. Did you have a particular interest in avocado in terms so, of uh, as a source of monounsaturated fatty acids? That's a good question. So uh, in this good dietary source of MUFA, avocado is the only fruit 
So, uh, and also avocado is relatively lower in energy density um, than oil and nuts. And um, there are only a few studies on avocados and cardiovascular disease risk factors mm, compared to the high oil oil uh, and olive oil and nuts. Uh, and also, uh, we think um, the controversies from the MUFA made due to um, source of MUFA they used in animal studies and human studies um, because um, in vegetarian diet like olive oil they they have they're high in MUFA but um, they are also high in bioactive compounds like antioxidants um, and polyphenols so we believe that choose a whole food approach to um, adding MUFA into the diet um, uh, will also bring some um, benefit compounds into the diet. Other and compounds, you mean yes. like antioxidants and things Yeah, like and that. avocado is also high in fiber and phytosteroids. And, um, and one other important reason is there is no well-controlled clinical trial on avocados. Okay, so very interesting. So there were three different diets. One was a relatively high-carb, low-fat diet, and then the two that had moderate, monounsaturated fats, but from different sources. Mm -hmm. And what were you, and your endpoint was looking at LDL particle size. How did you, yes. was there any other endpoints, and how did you choose that as an endpoint? Um, so we measured all the established um, lipid-related risk factors of cardiovascular disease, like um, LDL, HDL, triglycerides, and VLDL, um, and also APOB and APOA1. Uh, and we want to measure LDL particle size is because it's uh, an emerging risk factor of cardiovascular disease. Uh, and um, some studies showing the small dense LDL particles are more atherogenic than the large buoyant LDL particles. Uh, and also people with small dense LDL particles pattern even their uh, LDL cholesterol level was controlled by studies. Their um, risk in for cardiovascular disease, and we call it residual risk, is still high. Right, despite statin use, were any of the patients in this trial on lipid-lowering therapies? No, we, uh, we are targeting a very uh, healthy population, but they have potential risk. So uh, our um, volunteers are healthy, um, free of any cardiovascular events, and not on any lipid-lowering uh, medicals or supplements. Okay, very interesting. So there were no confounders here. We were just looking really at the effect of those three diets on the, the lipid profile. Yes. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to ReachMD. I'm Dr. Alan Brown, and joining me is Ph.D. candidate Lee Wang, one of the top winners in the National Lipid Association Young Investigator Competition. And we're talking to Lee today about her trial of looking at the effect of different components of monounsaturated fatty acids in a diet, or I should say different sources of monounsaturated fatty acids in a diet, as opposed to a diet that was essentially a high-carbohydrate diet. So we've got few minutes left, and I, I, and I guess it's time to talk about the results of the trial. So I'm going to ask you to start with the results, and then okay. when you're done telling us what the study showed, I'm going to ask you what you think the implications for public health are from the results of your study. Okay, so we found all the three diets, low-fat diet, uh, the high-mobile diet, and avocado diet, they decreased uh, LDL 
and total cholesterol. Um, but um, the avocado diet did the best job in um, reducing the LDL and the total cholesterol, and also non-HDL. Uh, and low-fat diet raised triglycerides via LDL, that is not good. And lowered HDL, that is not good either. Um, but the two moderate fat diets didn't do that. Uh, and also, avocado diet decreased the apple B, you know, greater than the other two diets. Uh, and only avocado diet decreased small dense LDL. So the, for those of us who love avocado, should we be eating four of them a day, or isn't that a lot of calories? So, what uh, so uh, our study is a weight maintenance study. So um, the number of calories were calculated for every volunteer to maintain their, fa uh, to maintain their body weight. Uh, and um, our concept of this study is to substitute avocado to carbohydrates or saturated fat, fats. Um, and um, in order to uh, substitute the saturated fats in your diet, it's better to use monos than the carbohydrates. And when you think about which food should I choose to um, substitute saturated fat or carbohydrates with monos, we think avocado is um, better than just a mofa. So it will bring extra benefits to the diet because it decreased LDL more than the uh, high MUFA diet, which has identical fatty acid profile. We match the MUFA for the two diets. And also, only avocado diet decreased small dense LDL and lipoprotein remnants. Those are particles we think they are mostly um, atherogenic. So on average, um, obviously people who are eating high saturated fat diets, it would make sense to substitute this. It should help their feeling of being satiated, right? Help reduce their hunger because of the fat content. Mm -hmm. um, but if, if someone in our audience has suddenly decided now they're going to eat a lot of avocados, what would you tell them in terms of what they should be eating? Should they, should they have three avocados a day? Should they just substitute it instead of putting... Uh, coconut oil or something in, in okay. their food? So uh, at the beginning of the study, because we are in Pennsylvania, not many people eat avocados. We also have trouble like recruiting people who love avocados. Many people do not eat avocados. But uh, in a diet, we give them recipes. We um, try to incorporate half avocado in the lunch and half avocado in the dinner, so one avocado a day. It turns out it's um, very easy to handle. And most people who do not eat avocado avocados like before the study end up loving avocados yeah, avocados are delicious so uh, so really they're taking basically one full avocado mm -hmm. a day divided into half at lunch and dinner yes. and what did you remove from their diet in other words what were they substituting the avocado for give us an example uh, uh, what would they normally be eating where you'd say we're going to remove this and we're going to substitute oh okay so uh you know uh, avocados substitute some meat and uh, the fat in the dairy uh, in the av average American diet. Th that is our baseline diet. Uh, and also uh, avocados, uh, we use them to substitute some carbohydrates in the low-fat diet. So you, you can use avocados, substitute some um, bread. Um, ev we even use uh, some whole grain food in the low-fat diet. But uh, it turns out avocado did a better job.
Yeah, and I would oh, think uh, yeah. substituting it for white potatoes would probably be very helpful from it a caloric is, yeah. standpoint. And, and even cut your, you know, the total uh, allergy from carbohydrates. Okay, that's very interesting. So, you know, what do you think the implications of the trial are in terms of uh, our dietary makeup? We've been told, obviously, for the last two decades that we need to reduce fat in our diet and focus on uh, low-fat diets, which I think has probably aggravated some of the obesity epidemic because everybody's eating very high-carbohydrate diets and thinking it's healthy. If you could give us your thoughts on, you know, what this study should teach us about uh, how we should think about approaching mm -hmm. diet and wh what we might do in terms of public health based on your results. Okay. Uh, the first, I think um, it's definitely, you know, don't have the um, bias that avocado is fatty uh, because we know uh, olive oil and the nuts, they have been proved they are beneficial. So um, it's avocado. Uh, also, when you think about the food resource of um, monounsaturated fatty acids, um, it's really important um, to incorporate some whole food source like avocado, which also contains extra benefit. They have avocados have uh, fiber and phytosteroids and also an antioxidants. And also, um, I think this uh, study also brings bring bring us a very important information that avocado can decrease the particle size of LDL, and that's really important. We also found uh, LDL um, particle size, the small dense LDL, is related to a more atherogenic lipid and lipoprotein profile in our study. Um, I think it's consistent with the metabolic, um, some metabolic theories of small dense LDL, and also consistent with um, some prospective studies, they found small dense LDO is uh, kind of a pattern of some uh, risk factors like uh, high triglycerides, low HDL, and also insulin resistance. Um, and I think it's super important for diabetic patients. Yeah, I th I'm sure you're right. Obviously, the small dense particles indicate that the patient has a lot of particles. Yes. The only dilemma is occasionally patients can have a lot of particles with larger LDL particles, and they're, yes. s they're still at risk. So mm -hmm. I have a little bias about particle numbers. But looking at the results of your data, the suggestion would be that there would be a reduction in particle number as mm -hmm. evidenced by an increase in LDL particle size yeah. by uh, switching a diet that has more monounsaturated fats compared to a high-carb diet, mm -hmm. and of the options available, the avocado seem to be the best mm -hmm. option, right, for the source of monounsaturated In healthy subjects. Yeah, in healthy people. Well, very good. Thank you. Congratulations on winning the Young Investigators Thank Award. You. I hope you continue to contribute to the literature on uh, diet and nutrition, something we sorely need in this country. And unfortunately, we've come to the conclusion of this program. Lee, thank you very much for being with us today. Thank you. I'm Dr. Alan Brown, and you've been listening to Lipid Illumination, sponsored by the National Lipid Association on ReachMD. Be sure to visit our website at reachmd.com lipids, featuring podcasts of this and other series. And thank you very much for listening.